Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And And you're you're listening to What What the F is Ladylike. Before we start our show, don't forget to check out the friends of the show, Josh, Larson, and Rachel. Dying on the inside. Be sure to check them out. Those. Having fun, right? Yep, they're always having fun. Always, always. And also, don't forget to check out Jesse Spomberg, UrbanSurvivorMan.com. He's also got Flashtown. Dylan's Art Glass, just as it sounds on Instagram. Dylan's Art Glass makes always pretty stuff. Yep, yep. Don't forget to make sure you check your makeup. Yes. No talc, no talc. Remember that we got... AF94, we have Lady Gaga's clean makeup. We have a lot of clean makeup going on out there. Be sure to check it and make sure you're checking your food as well. Remember, guys, that's me. Get on, you guys, about that. Be sure to check your food and what's in your food. So Should, should we just stop her real quick because she'll go on and on. She'll start talking about the ocean and everything, guys. Let's start this dang show. Let's go. With having officers on every single campus, the Alamance Burlington school system will add even more security at the front door. That's right. Families will notice even more cameras around school grounds. They'll also notice safety vestibules when you enter the building. So visitors will be buzzed in. Then they will have to wait in a holding area. They'll be greeted there and it'll be decided if they get entry into the school to access the main office shopping for new supplies but this year it's more expensive than ever usually i have about like 30 or so items on the list that i get from my kids school and you know what people may not be aware of is you know particularly if you're in a sometimes a, a public school a lot of those items go to the classroom in general right because they don't have the supplies that they need so they're kind of depending on parents to fill in the gap so when things get expensive it's not good. New test results show a significant drop in test scores and learning for elementary school age children in the United States. The decline in reading and math for nine-year-olds were the largest in several decades. Back to school. A lot of parents are suffering from anxiety. A little bit, a little bit. Some children are suffering from anxiety. That they are. Back to school isn't the same as what it used to be. No, definitely not. This is the first time listening to us. Welcome, welcome, guys. 
Welcome to our podcast. We've been on a little break, about a month break. It's been a bit, it's been a little hard the, these past few weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, we you know we are humans. We go through things too. Yeah, we do. And we definitely just needed needed a break, but we were coming back and yeah, like Britney Spears. Yeah, you got to work, bitch. Yeah, you better work, bitch. Dun, 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 dun. Now get to work, bitch. <laughs> so Joel got a new dog, so you might hear a new puppy in the background, along with my my Luna Luna. I did get a new puppy. Yeah, Mister Otter Potter. And but you got to say it correctly, Otter Potter. Otter Potter. <laughs> And if you want to do it like Harry Potter, because you know how they go, Harry Potter, it's like, it's the same thing. You just say, oh, Potter. <laughs> you just do it even more British. Yeah. But yes, named after my favorite animal and my favorite movie series. I know, just mush that <laughs> stuff together. And right? it just sounds lovely. Atapata. Yep. New edition. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the fam. He's a star and he doesn't even know it. Yep. <laughs> we painted too. We, we painted did. while we were on break. We, it felt nice. We went to the beach. We did. Yeah, we've done a lot. Um, we had a, a death in our family. We did. It was a heavy hit there. So back to school. Back to school is just not the same. You used to get nervous about, oh, how my child is going to be and interact, and is my child going to behave? You know, is, are they going to are they going to learn? Are they going to learn? Are they going to pay attention? Right. Are they going to be the one talking out of class? Are they going to be the jokester? You know, those are the normal worries that we have, right? Until mass shootings start right in your schools and the overwhelming news of bullying happening in school and then the school's doing nothing about it how can you cope send them with your children to school with shootings happening when it's not just an occasion right this is like a routine that is happening to where the schools have to now incorporate that in a drill. It's happening so much on the regular that, it, I mean, that's the whole thing is it shouldn't be normalized, but it, it's, it is. It's becoming that way. And the things that you are having to witness on either social media is that like parents are preparing their children for going back to school or what the teachers are preparing for going back to school is just like heart wrenching like heart shattering because i feel like it should be an exciting time and it's almost like a stressful anxiety time and it's just it just sucks that it's not that exciting anymore it's a little stressful no and you should be focusing on um you know it's a positive learning experience and you're you're trying to prep your 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 children to go and learn right and to have that interaction with other people. But now, now we have the anxiety of the shootings, the bullying, you know, which bullying has always been there. Mm -hmm. 
there's this one uh, parent, we're going to play it, of how she's training her young child, younger than Emma, to go back to school. And it's sad. Teacher calls over the intercom, says it's not a drill. Everybody go in the corner and be really quiet and still. What do you do? Stay on the corner and be really quiet and still. Now show me how you use your bulletproof backpack. Okay. Good job. If a teacher says, then you don't need your backpack, let's get in the corner. I say, no, I need it. It's bulletproof. If the police are outside the door, but the shooter is in your room, and they call out, is anybody in there? What do you do? I say, I'm here. Absolutely not. You don't say a word. Okay. If the shooter is in there, you do not say a word. You stay absolutely silent. Okay, you get out of the building. Where do you go? Where do you run? Outside. Where outside? Home. You run as far away from the school as you can go. Okay. Mom will find you. So mom will find you. This is what parents are doing. This is what parents are doing. This is this should not be a normal situation. You know, it is election time. This is not a time to be experimenting with our children. This is a time that we need to react and do the right thing for the future of our children. Our kids are not experiments. This should not be an experiment. They should not have to worry about putting a bulletproof insert or a bulletproof backpack to shield them. It should not be a normal at all. So why are why are us parents? Why is uh, Jewel so anxious about sending your child to school? Because it's not just fire drills. It's not just natural disasters. It is violence within your school that can occur. So let's take this opportunity to figure out what we can do as a parent, as a community, to get yourself educated about what your school does for those kind of drills. What do they train your children? When should we talk to our children about such violent acts? And once you start talking to your children about such violent acts, now you have introduced trauma into their lives, even if it has not even occurred. I feel like there has to be stuff and things in place for preventative things for this stuff to not happen. And I feel like it's not happening fast enough. And I feel like priorities are asked backwards and, you know, things and what certain cities and counties and states spend money on instead of real issues that are going on. 
we really need to be focusing on these bigger issues and one being those happening in our school systems. Our school systems have been failing over and over and over and over again. We've seen it, we've heard it, and it's I'm sick of hearing it and we need to be doing better for our children because our children are our future. That's not a joke. So our US government is not concerned about your school safety. They're not even going to develop a safety plan. Mm-hmm. It is up to us. Yep. It is up to your community to check in with your school. To make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So when should you check in with your school? If you're feeling that anxious and you feel that your child and you want to know and get involved, you have every right as a parent to check in with your school. So what you need to know from your school is like a checklist. So every school has a safety plan in place in case of all emergencies. These safety plans are followed during a natural disaster when a staff member or community member dies there at the school. If an accident on the campus occurs or if a tragic event involved in violence or a school shooting occurs. Each district will have a service director, a safety director in place to oversee all of these operations and safety plans. Kids are trained to respond. So that means if they're trained to respond, they're going to have drills, right? So you as a parent, you have the right to know how frequent those drills are when they are happening, what is the plan, right? What is the plan on all of these? How do people enter the school building? Is there cameras? Who screens all of these people that enter the buildings? How is visitors checked in and out of those schools? How are emergency communications sent to the parents? How are they notified? So when and how can you pick up your child during a natural disaster, whether it is a weather, a shooting, an act of violence, a staff member dying in front of them, any of those things? You have the right to know all of these things. It is your job as a parent to make sure you contact your school to figure out that plan. Yeah, they have district meetings, they have board meetings. If you feel necessary to attend those, attend to them and make sure your school, your your child's school is doing what you feel is necessary. <clears throat> So let's say an act of violence or a death or something very traumatic happened at the school. There are different signs that a child is going to present themselves with that is typically uh, an ongoing, when you have to deal with trauma. It's like a PTSD. They start becoming withdrawn. They start not being able to sleep. Um, they start wanting to not eat a lot. 
So when things like that happens, you need to really pay attention to that because one sign of trauma could also be the act of bullying too. Just always make sure you're talking with your kids. Communication is key in every relationship that you have. And that being your children, make sure you have a close relationship with them to where you can talk to them about these issues on a level that's appropriate for their age. And make sure that they have an understanding. And always keep an open open door policy with your children. You always want them to feel like that they can come to you for any reason whatsoever and not feel like they're going to get in trouble. A lot of times children don't come to a parent because they feel like they're going to get in trouble by their parent. So one thing as a parent, sometimes you have to take a step back and, and think of your child's overall well-being and making sure that they can come to you. You need to have a parent that they can come to for any reason whatsoever. So with that being said, this one little dude came clean, man. And so this is what's up going on in my school. And since we've seen a few others, but this one has really circled around yeah, and caught caught wave and hearing that does not sit well with a parent and that being we're going to be talking about bullying Mm -hmm. so let's hear what this 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 young gentleman has to say to his mom they told you what at school that if you're being bullied what you can't go home and tell your parents. Why? Wow. It could cause the parents to go to the school with weapons. And they'll end up with someone with their life gone, taken away. This is what they're telling y'all in middle school. To not go home and tell your parents that you're being bullied. Right? That's what they're telling you? Yeah. Self control. Self control. Okay. That, that, that's, that's just a load of bullshit. For one, it doesn't matter if it hasn't been in the media or not, but how many times have you heard a parent go to a fucking school with a weapon? Huh? No? No? Yeah. <laughs> um, haven't heard it I don't know, I at don't. all. Um, usually it's somebody who has a vendetta against that school or past or a teenager or it's a young individual. It ha- I have not heard a parent go there with a weapon. So that's just a crock of shit. And I will always, always, I don't give a shit what they are teaching my child at school. I do. I hope they're teaching the right thing. But for the case of bullying, I will always make sure that my child will know to come to me. And... In the past, it's happened to my child. And over and over again, I probably can count probably five times she has had to come to me about incidences that have happened. And never once did I hear from the school or her teacher. I heard from my daughter and then had to report to her teacher and her principal 
about situations that were happening. And then to find out that they were aware of it, but nothing was really done. It's just a crock of bullshit. And they, you trust these people with your kids. Yes, we get it. You're on overload. You have a ton of kids, but it is your job. It is your duty. Don't become a teacher if you don't want to take on that responsibility. It is your job to make sure that they are not getting bullied. And it is your job to make sure that those students are acting right. And if they aren't, report it to that parent so that parent can be aware of that problem. And if that bullying is happening to another student, you be damn sure be better making sure that parent knows. Because you have no idea what that's doing to a child. You have no idea what they're storing inside. And that's bullshit. That's fucked up. You don't do that to a child. That is not the right thing. That is not the right way to mold and shape a child, a young mind. To tell them to keep that to themselves. Self-control. Fuck off with that shit. That's bullshit. No. You always teach your kids to stick up for themselves. You, You teach them to speak up. That's not fair. No. Bullying is a serious um, occurrence that happens on a on a daily basis um, on every school. There isn't one school that is out there that kids are not bullying other kids. It's happening. Mm -hmm. It's a real thing. The receiving in on bullying, especially if it's happened over a long period of time over years and years can end up in suicide. It is very serious. People need to take the, how serious bullying is. Every every child is different. Every child is going to mold differently. Some children who have been bullied in the past become mass shooter, shooters at a school. So taking that first initial step to stop the bullying, making sure that that children know the right from wrong, right? Taking that first action on bullying can save a mass shooting in the future. No matter how young or how old the child may be, people need to take bullying seriously. People need to take bullying more seriously, even onto the lengths of social media, to what because when they become teenagers, there's social media platforms. I've dealt with it my own teenager. I was at the birth of social media, so I know it. And it sickens me to keep hearing how bad it's getting. And you would think it'd be getting better. You think the schools would be doing better by now, and they're not. It was bad back when I was a kid. And growing up. And then to hear even how more crucial it is and how more like it's bad like the things kids say to each other is not okay and that starts at the home and that also if it is happening at the home also needs to be a report it it needs to be helped it can't go on and by by not allowing a child to communicate that they are being bullied at school to their parent or to and some, sometimes children don't want to tell their parents that they're being bullied because they're embarrassed, you know? Um, it's just being able to talk openly and freely, actually anywhere about being bullied. 
And when you do, when you're shutting that down, you're minimizing their voices. And that's not okay. You, you, you want to raise kids, humans to be good, great people. I don't give a fuck if my child is going to become rich and famous. I don't give a damn. I give a fuck if she's going to be nice to the person next to her. That's what this world needs more of. And we as parents have to do a lot better about what our kids say and do to other children. As much as, you know, we can push it onto the school system, school systems do need to do better because it happens at the schools. They see it and they don't report it. That needs to be done more. But I'm talking to the parents as well. You know your children. Don't act dumb when, when you're saying, oh, hmm, I no, no, my kid doesn't act that way. My kid's not a little asshole. You know if your kid's a little asshole or not. So taking care of those basic, um, taking care of the basic, you know, paying attention to your children on an everyday basis um, is really going to help kind of weed out to see if they kind of mold into, mm, is there some sort of trauma happening at school? Um, and they can ha start having anxiety. Mm -hmm. They can start having nightmares. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they can just, you know, not be able to sleep and tell you why they can all of a sudden develop an illness. Um, and then not eat. And this is also, cause I say a little asshole, but that, that's just my, it's my lingo. That's what I, how I talk. But if you are also a parent who knows your kid is, a, is bullying or has bullied before, try to help that, try to redirect that frustration that they're having towards whatever's going on. Then there's something that, I mean, maybe they're not communicating to you exactly what it may be, but help that so it doesn't continue to blo like blossom into something that's going to become a huge problem. Because I can tell you this myself. I myself, as a young child, was a bully. I was not so nice to people. I was going through a lot, though. And I likely had this person right next to me to help say, hey, it don't quit fucking fighting people at school. Come talk to me about this stuff. You can talk to me. And then when I found out that I had someone that was like an open, open thing that I could say anything to, and then we just were done talking about it. And then I felt like I could release it, but I wasn't letting my frustration out on innocent people because it wasn't fair. It's not fair to let your frustration out on innocent people. This is why I'm speaking from experience. And then I've grown to be a completely different person. But you have to focus on, like she says, there's traumas that these children could have gone through to make them act out a certain way. You don't know and you got to pay attention and don't just look away from it and act like it's not happening. Right, right. And I think the more that um, you as a parent can be involved with where your children are going on an everyday basis, let's just think about it. You're sending your kid to a place where you're not there. You're trusting strangers, basically stranger, stranger danger, to take care of your child, right? 
Guide them in a direction. You don't know these people. You, you have known nothing about these people. And You're expect- sending them off to a place. Especially for, I think, people in my situation whose children started kindergarten in COVID. Yeah. It really has been a stranger's world of t- them taking care of your children. This is my first year of going inside of my child's school. And she's been there. This is her third year. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID, you weren't allowed to go exactly. inside the school. So, it, I mean, uh, it, it was wonderful to be able to experience it. But it was also a weird feeling because when I went there, so many people were like, hi 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 not to me but to my kid everybody knew my kid and i was like who the heck are you everybody knows my but and then again i'm thinking i'm like duh she's built relationships with these people Mm -hmm. for years so she of course they know who she is yeah so let's do a little recap um check in with your kids try and build that relationship check in with your schools right watch your children's behaviors yeah get to know the safety plans of your your child's school Mm -hmm. so if something happens you have to plan and it's sad for me to say but you have to plan like it's going to happen Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like that way it's like a drill for you right? right it's like people who prepare for stuff at home where they have something under their sink or something bare, like where like a bunker and it's like they do practice runs of okay if this happens this is what we're gonna do that's what needs to happen right the more you practice the more that you get involved especially knowing your school safety plan mm-hmm. um have more conversations with yeah. your children so with if something does to occur, occur, like a natural disaster, um, something happening at the school, you know what their plan is and what to expect instead of being in the dark, freaking out, trying to find your child. Where you just show up and you don't know what to do. Yeah. So if you take those actions, develop a plan, go, this is what I'm going to do, know all of your points, um, Maybe that will help. It's not going to help the ease of what's going on. But at least you will have set into place something that you you ha- you ha- you you yourself have a plan. And I would hope with how much tragedy's been going on lately that schools would take more effort and, you know, putting more effort in putting those places like letting parents be aware of what they are doing. And thankfully, I have that communication happening with my child's school. I am in the know of what is to happen if these situations are to happen. They give me and my my and their dad every single thing that we need to know. And we're thankful for that. And I really hope every school system takes it more seriously and does the same. And then the school supply stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it depends on where you are. And uh, some people are having a stressful time being able to, it depends on what area you are in, finding school supplies and getting them for your child. But then in the same suit, there's also schools, particularly, you know, in my daughter's school district, they aren't expecting you to get school supplies. At least at my daughter's school, they're not doing that. I don't know if it's every school in the school district. We personally at her school 
they're not doing that. And they are only asking if you can afford to, you know, give this portion amount of money for school supplies, which, you know, we did. And I kind of, I had a bittersweet because I was like, oh, you know, I was because I haven't been able to really get our school supplies for years. I was thought this, you know, this was the first real year I was. So no, I didn't get to pick out our school supplies. I'm not really that bummed about it. She's only in second grade. It'll, you know, I'm going to have the opportunity to. But then I was also sitting there and thinking that it actually is really going to benefit the children who don't have a lot and don't have anything because then they will have something and they will make sure they have everything that they need. Yeah, it sounds like they have a cool setup where each child has their own section. Yeah. Due to COVID. Yeah. And also now we have monkeypox thrown in there. So, you know, us, you know, sending your child to school isn't just like a long time ago. You got COVID, you got monkeypox, you have violence, you have disasters happening. Um, And I want to touch space on the monkeypox. All y'all bitches, I'm not going to say exactly what I'm going to say, but um, all y'all bitches need to stop stereotyping monkeypox. Okay. Thank you. 100%. Thank you. Back to our regular scheduled podcast. Out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, that that just grinds my gears. But um, grinds my gears. Just you know, had to throw. Okay, back to our regular. So you know, I can I can see where parents want to homeschool their children, but at the same time, if they're homeschooling their children, due to all of these. They don't get the interaction. No. And um, they, it depends on what program they go through. Mm-hmm. They don't get the interaction as much. Um, also, you know, those that that would ha- be forced to be homeschooled, you know, or they're just contemplating like, I just can't do it because my I'm not sending my child to school. Um, there's working. I mean, the cost of we've already talked about it. The cost of inflation has gone up. But this is hot mess. This is what I, this is, I mean, and people may judge me for this because they may say, oh, she's only seven, almost eight. Why do you let her have that much opinion? Because I do. And she deserves to learn that she gets to have an opinion. And um, we talked about it because I did have anxiety. If I had it my way, I would want to homeschool my child and do it in a programmed way where she would still be socialized with children but I had that fear of having her in a public school system. I asked her, and I've asked her probably three times, you know, before she's gone back to school, just to make sure she's thinking the same way. And she has the right to make her own decisions. I asked her, and she goes, no, Mom, I want to go to school. My friends are there. I like to go there. She likes how everything, and I'm not going to stop her from that. And for me to take her away from that, that's selfish of me because then that's my feelings over her feelings. And I'm not going to sit there and beat it into her head and scare it into her head that this world is a big, scary place because she'll she'll know it one day. And she just needs to know what she needs to know at this point. And if she feels comfortable and safe at her school, I'm going to let her go there. That's fine. And I feel like so far... I've had issues with the bullying, but for any other things happening, I feel like my child would be safe there. 
and they're doing their part as much as they can with the situations that occur. And and the other thing is find out what your local law enforcement do mm-hmm. during a crisis at a school. Try to get their safety plan and what what they have, what would happen on their drills, right? And what would occur. And if you feel like there needs to be things more in place in your school stru- in the school structure system, like if you if there is, you know, your child's in an area where there is a higher crime rate or something, make sure that they have the right security systems going on because not that these people may even intend harm even in these crime areas there may just be a cross of things that happen and just make sure there's security and things that are right for your school system. Just make sure. And remember all of these children are little human beings, right? Little human beings with feelings, developing minds. They have a voice too. So remember that. So until next time, I'm Sarah and I'm Jewel. Peace. Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Come Back Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.